You're listening to the Download Youth Ministry Podcast. People Three, people two, one. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Download Youth Ministry Podcast. This is the Youth Ministry Podcast to help you win. We're part of a network, a purpose it's very podcast network. <laughs> Josh, what is this? What is this network? It's called the the, the Download Youth Ministry Podcast Network. Yeah, and this is episode 337 of our show, and we're one of how many shows? We have seven shows on all sorts of different facets of youth ministry. Yeah. Amazing conversations from what we did last night in youth ministry to what's happening in pop culture to the flagship show, which you are listening to right now with Doug Fields. That's a little egotistical to call this the flagship guest. Katie Edwards and myself, Josh Griffin, welcome to the show, everybody. No, wow, we are the nice. flagship show. We That's are. True. I decided okay. because yeah, we're first. Matt said that just, was egotistical. But I just, just feel like it could be some of the If anybody knows egotistical, it's, it's Matt. Just so the truth. yeah, it's well, just true. There's yeah. nothing else we can do about it. Ten years in the yeah. running, an award-winning show. Yeah, maybe it's Matt. Yeah. All the shows are listed right behind your head. If you're watching the show, you can see that. Yep. Which show do you want to recommend personally today? Um, just pick a number without looking. Pick a number. Yeah. Just pick a number. I can't just pick one, one two, three, four, randomly. five, six, seven, eight. There's eight. Oh, there's eight, eight of them. There's yeah. seven and, and us. I pick number us. nine. <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, what? I pick the eighth one. What is it? The eighth one is called Create. Oh, sounds it's terrible. It's by Sam Pedersen, and he does a great podcast on being creative in like youth ministry, technology, choose. media, yeah. graphics, all that stuff. Very, very good show. DYM Create, available now on iTunes. Go. That's good. And uh, Matt, welcome back. Thanks for being a um, a guest on another show. I told Josh on the way to the bathroom, I said I forgot how obnoxious Matt is. I said <laughs> we've been done so many shows with Jason where he doesn't. That's talk what over. happens when you get old. You start <laughs> forgetting stuff. Golly, you forget your follicles. And you forget just oh the friends, <laughs> all sorts of things. I said I don't even know if it's a better show, uh, but it's a more difficult show to be on with Matt. It's another show. I would say yeah. now it's a flagship show. <laughs> that what? Okay. All right. Uh, on the DYM uh, podcast, we take questions <laughs> from our audience. Yeah. After we talk show, about our sponsors, and the show is made possible by great sponsors like Orange. 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 Yeah, and if you want the greatest deal in the history of curriculum for middle school or high school, strategic s- stuff. Send us. An email yes. at podcast to download youth ministry, and we will give you a code, which is the best price of anywhere you can get it. It's and, what, and how come lower you make them, them? How come you make them contact you first? To because get, it's a secret. It's a secret. We're not allowed it's to post it code. or talk about it, or really even acknowledging its existence is right on the edge of okay. Really? Just, yeah. It's part of our sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We just said we want if you're going to continue to be our sponsors. Yeah. Sounds like a we, gimmick. We want some great deal. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. So if you want in, I'm going to hack the deal. system right now and put it on the screen. You guys can't even see it. Wait, there it is right there. <laughs> Floating in midair right here. There it is. There's the code. If you're watching the show, you now have the code. How many years did you actually produce the show, Matt? Not enough. <laughs> No, remember when we used to do that in the in the old oh, simple yeah, ministry office? Yeah, I remember. Like Those 150 shows at least, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was. No, not that many. I used I to pick out nice. special old. music. I really put a lot of time into it. Yep. Yeah, back yeah. when we had music. Back yeah. when we had music. Someone <laughs> did a we, jingle. Remember, Seth got a jingle made. Really? There was we a, had people. We yeah. had people submit jingles. I don't remember yep. that. Yeah, yep. oh, back fun. in the back in oh. the early days. Well, it's a 10, 11, 12 year old podcast at this point, so there's a lot of things it's you've forgotten old. more, Doug, it's about youth old. ministry than people have heard. You're you're great. You're great. Are you, you saying a lot he's more a offered. forgetful person too? 
No. That's terrible. Josh. Let's go to the I questions. You were one of his buddies. Let's See what go I mean? to the questions. <laughs> See what I mean? Josh, yeah. Matt is hard to work with. Yeah. Uh, we're also great. thankful, in addition to Orange and their secret codes, <laughs> a lot of people we're have thankful a hard for time leader trek. Step leader with treks. the Holy Spirit too. Leader treks, their refuel leader retreats treks. are unbelievable. Student leadership material, they're helping put put on the student leadership conference, which is great. Uh, we're also thankful for Bethel University, and they've done a great job. Of now, hosting why don't us. you guys click through all those up there? Yeah, we did. You just couldn't see it. They were fast. No. Yeah. Your backs to it. Chintzy operation. And Give Central. We're in the GiveCentral.org offices right now. They've built this great studio for us. So thank you, Give Central. Online giving solutions for churches and nonprofits. Yeah, industry. GiveCentral.org. Check yeah. it out. You're really good at that kind of stuff. Well, here's what happened. He's True story. Doug show. had uh, some licorice and oh. went on a sugar <laughs> some high. Some liquor and <laughs> Licorice. <laughs> and our great. boy wow. Doug is fading right now. You're fading, Doug. Oh, I know. I you got to pull it together. I told Josh that on the way to the bathroom. I said, That's Matt's driving me saying. crazy, and I'm fading. I, was <laughs> I, was, I censored the It's like a part perfect storm for a great flag. <laughs> so I'm helping get the sponsors. We got the sponsors done. We got, we're all caught up. Here's a question. All right, and so um, thank you. one of our primary shows is called Youth Ministry Hacks by Justin Knowles. Yeah, it's and, a good show. Great uh, show. Justin sends in a question to us. Hey, oh. gold member and sometimes participant with things of DYM. Matt, welcome back. I Crushing love you. author. He's so he good. didn't say that, did he? How could he say that? Why do, wow, so nice. People remember That's like you a prophetic cool. email. People How do you know you? I was going to be bad? Yeah. Maybe I saved it with an MM right there. Oh. Oh. Don't tell me I don't the prep this host. show. The Elaborate. The He's back. No luck He's needed. back. He's back. The Get the man some licorice. Here we go. Huh. He says, we're gearing up to launch a student ministry at our other campuses. Was wondering what would be the three main things you would say would be must-haves or must-dos to make sure a launch doesn't fall flat and it's more than just fireworks where launch is big in the explosion then dies out, but something uh, something setting, setting up something solid for the future. I'm sure this could be applied for anyone taking over a ministry and wanting to relaunch something new as well, not just a second campus only, but would love to know what everyone's most important things would be. Thanks all. As always, the podcast is a great tool and encouragement for me and my team. That's great. So what are the must-haves, must-dos to launch something? I'd say I'll start. Yeah. Must-have, you have to have, um, I think you have buy-in from the key people. Mm. Buy-in are from your key leaders, those who are above you, your supervisors. Buy-in from some of your key student influencers slash student leaders. Um, I think you have... Um, a clear path so you yep. know what's going to happen yep. after the launch like not just preparing for the launch but then where are we going to go uh, for six weeks afterwards and communicating mm -hmm. that clearly ahead of time awesome. so to me a launch isn't just the event it is the work up to the event and really the launch is just the party to celebrate your vision of yeah, why you're hard doing what you're what doing you've done. that's yeah. what i would say I yeah, love that's it. good. I'd I would just gather names beforehand. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I do, please nope, don't. Go please ahead. Don't. I want to no, talk over you. No, you go ahead. You're first. You're the host. Co-host. Go ahead. Go. Somebody. Go. <laughs> uh, I would say the marketing of an event is essential. Like a, a riffing on what Doug just said. You've got to promote the event. If you do this great job of planning fireworks and a launch, you've got something remarkable planned. 
but you don't get the word out. You haven't used social media effectively. You didn't text your students. Parents aren't in the loop on the start and end time, all that stuff. You've done a whole lot of work and you haven't gotten the word out. So make sure as you work on the event, you're also working on some type of a messaging plan. And then again, to riff on what Doug said, it's about follow-up. It's about what are you launching? Launch is good, but what are you launching them to? And so make sure that you've got that next step abundantly clear. If a kid walks in for the first time to your youth ministry and doesn't know the next step, then you didn't do a good job at launch. So, so in this did case, you, did you add something to the conversation? Not really. Just okay. Yeah. No. I just was, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to follow. Yeah, Matt's back. Everybody, good. <laughs> Matt's off of his liquor ish uh, high too. Katie's opened more campuses than we have, right? No. Since you've been at Saddleback. Well, I launch more youth I'm ministries. I'm at a church that has has launched. Yeah, but it doesn't matter about a launch yeah. in a campus. It's more Most like launching something 95% new. Ninety-five percent of people can't yeah. identify with that, but Mm-mm. they yeah. can identify with launching something new or yeah. a new vision or yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have something? That was Matt. Do I have for time? No. I, well, I was thinking doing two at once might be kind of tough. You know, I mean, I think is was that the question? How do you launch? He's launching two. I think launching like a so second. launching something new. Oh. So what are the elements that you would want in place to launch something new? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason, I heard two. So if you're doing two, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do two. Yeah, but good. I heard that's that great wrong. answer. To the question. It's, yeah, it's, it's nice asked. to answer that's questions good. that aren't asked. <laughs> well, it's easy. It's easy. To, at least I'm trying. So let me so. go back to mine. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'm fading quick too and lost wow, the question. Wow, you need some liquor. Ish, liquor as well. Yeah, uh, Katie, any thoughts? Yes, I think that um, when you're launching a new, you know, a, a new ministry, something to think through would just be what are the elements that set you up for long-term consistency? Consistency is such an important thing with teenagers and what helps momentum build over time. So think about your environment. So what environment are they walking into? How does the space make them feel? And then who are the people in that environment? So thinking through all your audiences, volunteers, parents, and kids, and how they're, you know, interacting in the environment. I think that's a really big piece of launch. Um, First impressions are really big. Mm -hmm. So I, I would go the opposite route, maybe of fireworks and just have a really warm, loving, fun, receiving environment. Um, and don't feel the pressure maybe to do laser light shows on your first night that you can't maintain long-term. So think about the things that you want to be consistent in relationship, warmth, color, things that just make people feel at home in your space and then introduce big things, you know, along the way. But think about the consistent pieces that you want to have every single week and maybe put those That's into great. practice strongly that first week. It's great. Oh. I disagree on the laser part, but other times yeah. it's really wise. <laughs> totally. it's very awesome. good. Maybe a few lasers. I think but, my, my, mind, my mind is flipping back and forth between launching something new within your ministry and launching a new ministry. Like I'm just going back and forth there. But the one thing I'll say is this, is whether you're doing something with just your ministry or starting something new is to think strategically like clarifying the win like what is it that you're going after um i think that to one way to keep from having a big fireworks thing is to actually have a plan and a strategy and a target that you're trying to hit um rather than let's just create a bunch of excitement and now we don't know what's what's next so clarify the win there you go. Great. All right, like Matt. Fireworks. Thank you for like answering the question that was actually asked. Yeah, was that actually asked? Um, this <laughs> is by uh, No Name. Keep my name private. I'm oh. a weekly listener and rewinder who works for a church in western Washington. My church I work for gives pastors 1.5 days off a week. That's Saturday and a half day Sunday. 
However, they require me to come in once a month on a Saturday to help with the ministry at 6 a.m. Hmm. And when we have membership classes, I have to stay late after service on Sunday till 4 p.m. I have pointed out that those days don't really count as days off since I have to come into work. And I have fallen, it has fallen on deaf ears. This is the hmm. first church I've worked at that does not give staff a rest day during the week. Mine have usually been Fridays. My one-year review is coming up. Reflecting on this year, it's the most burnout, most exhausting year for me personally. I really want to make it clear that we need a day off during the week so we can have actual rest. What do I do if they say no? I see so many signs of burnout on my senior pastor who does not get a weekday off either. He's a workaholic. I'm concerned that I'm just going to burn out next year trying to keep this pace. Yikes. Well, day and a half is a half day more than listed in the Ten Commandments, right? <laughs> so just offer that up as your tithe and call it good. There yeah. you go. No. Wow. So, totally just so what do you complain about? Like, yeah. <laughs> devil doesn't uh, take a day off. You, that's you why have he's got the devil. to take a day off. There has to be a real <laughs> genuine yes. rest and Every Sabbath. Yeah. And if you don't have that hard conversation now, you're going to be done in a year or less anyhow. So if this is the beginning of the end because you want to draw a line in the sand here, it's okay. You weren't going to last long there anyhow. So I would yeah. say... Leave before you burn out. <laughs> have the hard conversation and oh. say, this is heading in the wrong direction. I'm not sure I want to follow the, po- the pastor's example here. And if that creates some controversy, it's okay because you are going to burn out anyhow. Hmm. But You've this is also... This sand. is one of these things that you should clarify before you jump into something. Were you about to say that? I think that's nice, nope. but at this point, yes. they've jumped in. Well, yeah, it's too yes, late now. Yes to that. Yeah, but, but it's I mean, too late. But but for I mean, transition is a reality for now, most youth workers. Could but. you go back in this moment and say to that, hey, when I when I was said yes to this position, we did were very you know, you said you care for my parents, you said you care for me, my kids, and that's care not care for happening. my parents. Yeah, you know, sorry, as a parent, <laughs> oh, uh, help me be a better you know father, mother, whatever I am, and husband, and I can't do that with the schedule we're running at. So I think if there were some promises made early or some values that would lead you to believe there would be more time off, I think it's okay to bring those up in this moment. You're going to burn out. You're you're almost there already. Can you yeah, learn the, to sleep the, at your desk? The problem. <laughs> Take a power nap. The problem with this scenario is that even even talking about a half a day off, Sunday's not a half day off. I don't care what you say. It, you're even if you're done at twelve, that that just fuels you for the rest of the day. I mean, right. you're thinking of all the things you did wrong and uh, follow-up appointments that you need to make. Sunday is just a work day. Well, I you're think. debriefing every moment, every conversation. Yeah, it's, yes. you might have worked a half a day, but you're not getting a half a day off. But um, if you're in a smaller church that's got a, like an elder board or whatever, that's all like straight-up business people's, they're just not going to understand that. I mean, well, I, I'm just, I agree I'm just saying you, you got to look at your Saturday yeah. as your day off. Forget even right. if they say it's one and a half days off, you got one day off. And that one day a week that you go in on 6 a.m. on that Saturday, then I would I would ask for compensation and say, can I, you know, swap it, swap it out to, uh, th- you know, Thursday or whatever and mm-hmm. take take that have, other time you off. Have to. You have to manage your time. You can't let other people manage your time for you. You can't you. But you just can't. That's so unrealistic to think that you're getting one and a half days off. Don't think of it. You're getting one day off. Yep. Saturday is your day last. off. Yeah. And so when I come into work on Saturday, what I'd like to do is I'd like to not work on 
you know, I'd like to come in at noon on Monday. So then you'd have noon after right. church on Sunday, give 24 hours of nothing. But I wouldn't think of it as one and a half days off. That's personally. It's so odd to think that they're calling you into work Saturday and that they wouldn't give you another day during the week, like to have off, you know, well, a, a Thursday or Friday Saturday. or something. Oh. I mean, so it doesn't feel unreasonable or even unrealistic to make that ask, I think, in those moments. Yeah, I mean, I'm also it's going, if, I, you know, if I'm managing this team and I'm looking at this guy and I'm feeling like he's, you know, part of me is it's how it's approached right. it's sure. you know hey everybody you know when you're doing ministry everybody is kind of running and scrambling and yeah hey, this yeah. is a church plant we yeah. all gotta run if this you space. need sure. you know if you yeah. need some time off great just take it if, if that once a month where you come in and who knows it might be six to eight right, right you know right um, but it's still you're you're going in if i'm managing that person depending on their attitude i might go all right i'm not sure you're gonna you're going to handle the pace in this world anyway. Right. Right. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. how you ask, how you bring it up, when you bring it up, those are all really important things too. But your attitude, if you're all in and you're fighting for the health of the church, yeah. you're on board, you believe, sure. you, they cut you, you bleed this place, they're going to be way more likely to say, oh, yeah, you know, swap that morning out for another morning or whatever. Absolutely. If you're lazy or kind of halfway doing it that's going to all come up in this one year review and you're going to know in a hurry that i have made an ask that i have not put the deposit yeah maybe wait till after the review is that what you're saying <laughs> well i would say find the right time no i didn't mean that as a joke no the review is a good is a good time to ask i'm just wondering when he says that i'm as tired as i've ever been yeah the issue probably may it may not be that you're going in once a month on saturday because if you're as tired as you've ever been, maybe he's not used to hard work. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that one time on Saturday, once a month. Yeah, I mean, how, if it's how hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> but That's it a, is. It's emotionally draining. It's spiritually draining. Their tank is empty. Yeah, it is just, <laughs> it's more maybe indicative of a yeah. of a longer life pattern and choices. Sure. Than, yeah. What kind of choices are you making in all your evenings? What kind of choices are you Fortnite making? How much Fortnite are you in? playing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I manage some younger staff right now and that that's definitely a conversation that we have of, hey, we're headed into a crazy week. These might be the weeks where you don't binge watch Netflix until 2 a.m., you know, three nights or in a row or some of those raves. things. So there are, <laughs> yes, totally. So there are, I mean, those are things to think about. Just how are you spending off time? Maybe yeah, it's... Yeah, control what you can control. Yeah, maybe. I mean, definitely thinking through choices. Okay, you Katie, know. you um, you have younger, you know, 20-somethings, mm -hmm. early 20-something staff. Yeah. Probably good at remembering stuff. What... Uh, <laughs> What do you what are you seeing about their work ethic? I mean, yeah. you're a forty you're a forty something, something yeah. right? Young forties, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good answer. I mean, I married a mid fifties. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, my awesome husband. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's going to retire soon. Actually, I mean, I we I just had this conversation a couple of days ago about how there's definitely people who uh, there's everybody has different levels of horsepower, you know, just kind of their natural drive. Um, and so I think with the people I'm managing right now, it's a lot of um, helping them to realize drive, you know, and kind of some of that. <laughs> 
um, the best way you could possibly say that. Because yeah. some, some, you know, younger 20-year-olds have awesome, natural, kind of run at a fast-paced drive, and yeah. others maybe need to be directed in that. And, and so I think that's something that I do a lot is directing some, and some are self-directed. Um, but definitely there's a lot of coaching on the difference on what Sabbath is, but also then managing off time. So, you know, you have a 24-hour Sabbath time that is meant to be set aside to do things that refresh us. Sabbath shouldn't be recuperating from things. It should be refreshing for things. And so helping them understand what that is and then helping them understand, okay, then you have all this other off time, not all this, like there's so many hours, but you've got off times in the evenings and things like that. They're only working 80 hours a week. So (laughs) yeah. And I I would say most weeks we're not working 80 hours a week. I would say we have some weeks during the year where we run at a faster pace and others that we run at a fairly normal pace. So then how do you you have paid vacation at summer camp? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) For sure. So what does it look like to to make good choices in that time? To really focus on the people that are filling your tank and the people that you need to be pouring into versus going to every single birthday party you get invited to. So a lot of times it's just helping them kind of weigh out how to make good choices and think through time. Now, as I listen to that, I go, that's excellent. It's excellent managing. It's excellent coaching. It's a but. But what I want to know is do you see... Do you see twenty some younger twenty somethings mm-hmm. as not having the same amount of drive and passion that you had when you were twenty something? Um, or is that an unfair yeah, comparison? But, yeah. And Katie's, here, let me let me Katie's give context. Sure, yeah. Let me so give nobody's context. like Katie. So we uh, DYM offices out of a environment that is a non faith based environment. It's mm-hmm. you know we we sublet a few offices. And there's a lot of 20-somethings that work here. And it's not in the ministry vocation. It's in the finance and, you know, credit card processing, that type of thing. But, man, I'm telling you, at 501, this place is a ghost town. Yeah. Sure. It yeah. empties out. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Josh has been gone for two hours, but yeah. I'm still here carrying the burdens <laughs> of DYM. I'd like to just pray, prayer walk for a few hours before I work out. And I would say the difference is... <laughs> I don't necessarily think what I'm seeing, it's not intuitive to go above and beyond. I don't think that like they're not passionate or excited about what they're doing, but it it doesn't feel like, oh, I could, you know, get a jump on this or whatever. I'll stay till six tonight. That probably doesn't happen as much as maybe it did, you know, five years ago with some of my staff or some people that I was managing. So, or even 10 years ago, um, (laughs) the, the, the all in mentality is I'm all in during work hours, but it's it's tricky to be all in. Um, on hours outside of that. So that's why there has to be so much coaching. And and I, I feel like as a leader, I have to be a little bit more thoughtful and intentional about setting things up. Hey, we have a crazy week. And hey, we're going to work 70 hours this week. And here's why. And so there's just a lot more of that on the front end that I think I have to yeah. do. It's not intuitive. Yeah. It's not a natural, like, you know. So is there anything the next generation does that's good? But, but wait, I, but I, I, I have to say, I mean, I feel like, I feel it's like they, I'm still catching up on sleep for my internship. I, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, I mean, there is something to be said about, you know, definitely they have been raised in a little bit in a different time and a different culture. And so there's different things that have played into that 100%. Seatbelts. So, totally. Yeah. But I think. Bike they, helmets. I think everybody that works for me works really, really hard. Yeah. And again, as, as, as a man manager of people 
the more I pour into them, the you know, the, the I think the more results I see. So yeah, I but think they're working really hard in that in I that in so. the hours that in that way. context, yeah. yeah, which is different from Definitely. kind of the days that in between the selfies. Yes, <laughs> it's the different. That's the main difference I see yeah. is. I'm all in in the context in of the, the work hours that yeah. you want me Did to. Did you be know here. they put yeah. casts on broken bones these days? Unthinkable. Matt in his self humor. <laughs> oh, um, this is um, Ryan. He's a student pastor, 14 years, and I'm in an awesome medium-sized church in Minnesota. I'm a DYM Gold member, a Rewinder, and I listen to the podcast every Thursday morning since youth group is Wednesday night. That's mm. right. The podcast That's is like the, the morning after pill of whoa, encouragement. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> after a crazy is, night of ministry. Gross. We're going to skip your question, Ryan. Thanks for writing in. <laughs> is this the person who did that podcast? Uh, morning after podcast. This is a good time to talk about the morning after ministry show every Monday. They talk about what they did over the weekend. It's a good show. It is a good show. It's an, it's an awkward name, but it's yeah. a good show. Timothy and uh, Andrew host that. Actually, Andrew, actually Andrew, Andrew sent me an, uh, an email yesterday. He gave my book, Getting Ready for Marriage, to a couple in his church. And um, he writes me, he says, uh, I want to thank you for uh, me losing the only male under 30 in my church. No. <laughs> they read the book, and she decided not to get married. Oh my goodness! So he's gone. He's gone. Unreal. Oh, yeah. Well, that's but you saved a marriage. Good, I guess saved a yeah. marriage. Yeah. No, he church. was very nice. Yeah. Oh. Wait a minute. They read the book and decided they weren't ready to get married. She read the book and decided You're she not didn't. The one. She was settling. You're yeah. not the one. Oh, that's great. I mean, wow. it's terrible. It's terrible for him. He has to live the rest of his life knowing her. That she that had to be painful. But he's he was, someone else's best. He she just wasn't hers. Maybe. Smokes that. Yeah, that's hard. Uh, maybe he needs to grow a little bit before he's somebody's best. Right? <laughs> Sounds like he's going to be somebody's yeah. average. Yeah. No. Anyhow, keep going. Sorry. All right. Anyway, no. that's Andrew from the morning after show. Wow. We said a long time <laughs> that Misha, Matt's wife, settled. Yeah. Settled. I'm glad this guy didn't. Or this gal didn't was she settle. married to someone else besides me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Unreal. He says basically. Basically, here's here's Ryan's question: uh, Is how do you partner with parents oh, when parents. they don't seem to want it? Oh. He says, "I'll set it up for context. We did a practical parenting training on Sunday mornings once a month for a whole school year. Few parents showed up. Two, we installed a family resource center with free resources in the church lobby, but it doesn't get much interest. Three, we did a faith at home campaign on Sunday morning. Even had our senior pastor preach on the topic and handed out a faith at home packet for parents. There was little response. So here's the question: I went to Orange Conference and it was awesome." By the way, did you know they are your primary sponsor? Wink, wink. It was very <laughs> affirming so that a lot of things we are doing are good, but wondering how do we partner with parents when it seems like parents are not interested? It sounds like the parents read your book and decided to break up with the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> First two years of parent ministry. See that? Now that I was legitimate it. humor right yeah. there. You're one for sex. Yeah. Um, one for what? Well, just sit back smugly until something goes wrong, and then they're going to need you, and you're going to be ready. Well, here's, here's the reality. <laughs> the reality is oh, that we like all know we all know that uh, parents are interested in being better parents. Water. Um, it, it, they are interested. You just have your three things that you listed, and I hate to say this, Ryan. They may be the wrong approach. Yeah, you're 0 for yeah, 3. Maybe they worked yeah. in other churches and other contexts, and they look great. 
at a conference and that's great ideas, but yeah. not everything plays out in every situation. Yeah. Well, figure, just figure out what they will respond to. I, I think I would just say these are great experiments, great efforts, good for you. So they're not successful yet. No one show up at a parent meeting. Well, don't keep doing them. Right. For a whole year. Move on to something else. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like parents will respond to the right thing. You just haven't discovered what that is. Well, and not all parents will respond to the same one thing. So I think having a few different hooks in the water is a good thing. Um, And I think maybe thinking about starting points versus taking them on a complete journey. So here are three or four starting points for you parents to like discipleship stuff or doing this at home or whatever. And, and maybe not feeling the pressure of completing a whole eight week course with them, but Hey, here are a couple great resources for you to start with. So I I think, you know, not every parent is in the same space. So giving, like I said, having a few different options, I think is really good. Well, what if you went to some one-on-one stuff, right? You know, these are large group things. These are like, come to our training, Mm -hmm. come to our library, come to our, what if you did some one-on-one? stuff you might see some success there like hey I know you're you're about to give your kid a cell phone this is awesome here is a resource it's a five-page thing that is game-changing on when you first give your kid a yeah. cell phone I bet the parent would take that love it appreciate it sure parents of first graders success there have yeah. you guys seen the parent Q app on orange or the parent Q blog that they have yeah. I mean yeah. there's a lot of just great resources and podcasts out there that might just be something cool to send to your parents like I think for parents just letting them know that you're thinking about them is such a cool thing such a cool way to connect and then you're giving them some options to choose yeah. from love so it. and maybe maybe you pull some of the parents together that you know and love that you mm. can you know bribe them with a meal or free babysitting or something <laughs> and just ask them what would help you know we tried a couple things didn't seem like it was as successful as it could have been but from your point of view what would how can the church help your your parenting and see what they have to say you know i mean maybe Mm. well maybe maybe they they would say we just know you're available and when we need you we know we can turn to you because you've proved that you're available with these parent meetings and with this library and with that Mm -hmm. so we we are confident that you love us and you'll be there when we have an issue yeah. Like make sure you pick a couple too. crappy parents so you can get some good feedback. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how, how to connect parents with parents right now a little bit better. Because yeah. I think that's such a huge thing, too, is just how do you connect parents with, with one another, too, and just being parents together in the church. And I think that's just questions I'm asking right now are just how do I do that better? So, Well, know. in the church, we always evaluate things by attendance. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we just tend to do that. And so, you know, all of this points back to lack of attendance. But... I don't think it's lack of interest. You know, if you're going to help me be a better parent, I'm interested. Right. But I may need to digest it on my time. I honestly, I don't really want to go to another class. Right. Another, and you, maybe it was yeah. the wrong speaker, the wrong time. I, I mean, I this. might if it was niche, if you're doing something like, you know, Josh on the phone and boy, we've yeah. lost control on the phone. And so mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to go to that. That's a, that's a niche for me, but give me what I need in that time that I need it. Yeah. Um, well, and maybe it's a little thing. Like you can add an article on what is Fortnite and should I let my kids play it in the church newsletter that already goes out. So you don't have to create this big thing. Just give them what they need when they need. Like what's something they really care about right now? Well, that's probably one of them. So slip in some parent stuff rather than having to have a huge formal program. That'd be all right, too. Well, we and if you're a DYM member at any level, gold, silver, or bronze, you have access to our, our newsletter builder. That's right. And we have... 100, 200 oh, articles yeah. for parents that Tons are written, that are just cut and paste, 
and put them in there. You can add calendar stuff. You can add, if you have questions, here are some titles in the library that we put together. Yep. If you miss the parroting class, here's a link to it. You know, if I can be accessible to you and help you in any way, here's, and just keep repeating those same messages over and yeah. over. And it's going to stick with parents at, at some point, but you know, it, you, you're just those three experiments that you presented. They may have been the wrong approach. Right idea, and right heart. And awesome that you tried three different things. Totally. I mean, I think that's cool. And you did the once a month thing for a while. I think you said for a year. But, yeah, that's incredible. But, I mean, that's that's great. But, you know, needs are not – needs are universal for humans, but needs are not the same in every ministry context. Yeah. Each home for that matter. Kathy Fields, do you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I was just going to text you. Where are you? Yeah. Here, here, here. Come sit. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'll just quick. You guys will know just it. Quick. Just Come on. Quick. Yes, ma'am. Easier than their kids, and when you have a hard time getting kids that parents to go, sure. Yeah, so nobody could hear Kathy, but she said parents are busy, and if you have a hard time getting kids to events, parents are going to be even more busier. Oh, if you can give me something to read on my phone while I'm waiting in boring settings for my kids, <laughs> like in the car or like waiting to pick up or whatever, right, like, yeah. thank you. I just need, you a, I need a five minute. <laughs> if you pull together some parents, you know, uh, from your context, then that that's feedback that you might get from them. Yeah. 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 Our high school ministry offered a special speaker, a night out, a training, and we looked at our calendar and it was there wasn't a chance yeah. that we were going to make it. Like I, noble, it was good. The the person seemed very credible, but no way. Yep. Yeah, and it wasn't even it didn't even like get penciled in. Yeah, it was already a no. Yeah, yeah. And people don't have an you know when I get a speaking request for intentional parenting, and they'll say like one of the questions is, is this an annual event? Um, if so, how many did you have last year, or what do you expect? And anytime people put, you know, we expect five hundred parents. And we, this is our first year because they think they're bringing in, you know, the author of intentional parenting. We write back and say, you, you don't have any idea how difficult it is. Yeah. This isn't an annual event. Yeah. You'll you know. be lucky to have 10% of that and we'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> Invite Josh for year one. <laughs> and the answer is yes. And when you get a little critical mass, that's right. I'll uh, join you. Critical mass. Story oh, of my life. <laughs> All right, you're uh, wonderful. We got to get Katie out of here because she has a job, a job, <laughs> and she has a strong work ethic. Unlike she's picking unlike up all millennial the millennial staff oh, members. Yes. Uh, Interns, they're great. They're great. No. I love they're that. great. Matt, yeah. thanks for joining us. If you want to, um, Matt, to give you some wisdom and coaching, and tell you the truth, and hold you accountable, and allow you to choose your own coaching adventure. You can go to leadingyouthministry.com. That's right. Leadingyouthministry.com. There it is. Leadingyouthministry.com. Wow. All right. There it is. Episode 337. What a great show a couple shows ago. Always, always good to be together, guys. All right. Matt was also good to have you here, too. I know. This thing is so low. I hope you're... I got scoliosis now. I hope leaning over this thing. And you got down to weight. How many pounds did you lose you during did. the show? It's hot in here. I know. <laughs> I this is nothing. No. Josh put on the lights so he'd look better. It's always, right. always the right temperature mm -hmm. when you're mentally tough.